This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Famed detective Hawthorne P. Westwood met Angus and Eugene as soon as they returned to New York. He said he's broken the case of Onesimus Suites wide open, and the proof is at the Rivington Experimental Molasses Works. Eugene and Angus are going to go with him, but... First we have to stop at this farmer's market and buy some sticks. Yeah, our stick pile at the office is critically low. But there's no time! There's always time for sticks. Fine. I have some... Opium that needs smoking. I'll wait while you browse. I hate farmer's markets. They're full of schnooks. One smoke of opium later... Ah, you're back. By Jove, those are large totes. How much stickery did you procure? An average bundle. How much opium did you smoke? An average bundle. Now let's go. And so, they headed to the Rivington Experimental Molasses Works. Elsewhere, Shandell gave the final speech of her campaign to the Bowling League of Bowling Voters League. I hope voting is up your alley, and I'll spare you the strike talk and pin down my messages. Hold the laughter, and none. All right. <laughs> Open with a joke, please, Edsa. Also, thanks to most of you for not bowling while I'm talking, and to those still using the lanes, for best of luck. So, voting is hard when they don't tell you when or where to vote. But... Elections are important, even when they seem hopeless, or the candidates are imperfect. I'm imperfect, sure. My body is nice, good strong thighs, hands rough from weight, but my hair is a tangled frizz. My follow-through isn't always... And I hit the pins Brooklyn style. You know what I'm saying, regional champs, the pinhead gang? I see your trophy! But what matters is, you try to vote. You try to make change and leave the world a little better than how you found it. What would I do if elected? I'd try. I can't promise you success. I can't promise you a perfect record or that I won't change my mind. But what I can promise you is I will vote as best I can. And I will work hard because I've been working so hard all my life. And I don't do it for respect because I don't get any. If somehow you figure out how and where and when to vote, you can have confidence that our system works. And when I lose, know that I will still fight. One election doesn't change the world. One candidate doesn't change the world. At least most of the time, the whole civil war and the voter independence that was big, so mostly. Or on the other hand, I don't really like to speak in absolutes. You know the old saying, put six Jews in a room and you get 10 opinions? But who's putting us in a room? What kind of room is this? I'm getting off topic. I see my campaign manager steering wildly for me to stay on topic. I see you, Dora, thank you. But I do want to thank her for opening my eyes. Yes, let's say 
eyes to new possibilities, to a chance to be happy, to discover my body. I mean, ideas about my body, not <laughs> my body. Stop saying body shingles. Now, let's cut the megilla and get to the gist. Our world is full of storms and sadness, and it can seem to never end, but in the royal and turmoil, there are islands of wonderful, and we take them sometimes for granted, but when you find that person, or island, or nice brisket, whatever it is, the, the perfect throw of the bowling ball. You get me, Jerry. Jerry over here, he has thrown the ball like warm latkes on a rainy Shabbos. What I'm saying is, hold tight to what you love, and let it help you through the rest. Elections come, elections go, but your own personal happiness, hold that tight. Vote Shandel, a fork in all of your pockets, and a dream for a better day. Thank you. Mazel tov. Now go out there and throw strikes. And with that, the final stop before the election was over. Shandel went over to Dora, who was waiting for her. I'm proud of you. You said the pin joke would wake. Mm, in Ladino, it would kill. You want to bowl a few frames? I'm not much for balls. It'll be fun. At this, at least, I can win. I'll watch. Ugh, don't be such a greaser garnished Smile, for once. We did it. I want to tell you something. About the campaign. About... What? What is this, something serious? Nothing. Just... <laughs> It'll be embarrassing when I beat you at a game of bowling ball. It's just called bowling, and there's no way. Come, come. Shandell grabbed Dora by the hand and pulled her toward the lanes. There is no record of the score, but it helped pass the time. Shandell and Dora could do nothing now but wait for the news of her loss. But down on Rivington Street, Angus, Eugene, and Hawthorne were just outside the molasses works. There it is, boys. The bubbling demonic sugar works. Uh, not a boy. Wishful thinking there, Angus. Of course, it's locked tighter than my date's legs to a barnyard dance, but like with her, I know about a back door. You are uniquely horrible. I thank you. Not a compliment. There. The abandoned office of Grouper Law. They were corrupt and unfair. When the coppers came to arrest them, they found they had dug an escape tunnel right through to the experimental molasses works. That shyster escape tunnel is our entrance tunnel into an answer tunnel to this tunnel of mystery. That's a lot of tunnel. Let us go. Uh, do you want to leave your stick bags out here? It's a tight fit. Uh, and leave open the possibility of stick poachers? No thanks. Then into the corrupt law office we go. And with that, Hawthorne pushed open the doors to Grouper Law. They were still broken from the raid and barely hung to their hinges. They stepped inside. Lot of paper and boxes in here. Strange. The gas is off, so we need to light these candles. This way. The tunnel is here. Ow! Waxy on my fingies. Yeah, notice the craftsmanship? These lawyers must have been part mold in another life. Let's go. Wait, look! It's ballots! This is where they're holding that secret public election that Shandel's running in. Here's her name. It says, Dumb Choice C, Shandel, Don't Vote. Look at all those crates jam-packed with paper. They must really like wasting paper. They're ballot boxes filled with votes. I really don't know about politics. While we're here, I should really vote. We must make our way to the molasses works. We can't shirk our civic duty. <sighs> I hate this political science egg-headedry. I'll be at the other end of the tunnel. 
Let's see. Voting for Shandle. And, oh, there's an empty ballot box here. Put that in there. Ah, aren't you going to vote, Angus? Can I? She could not, because women would not get the right to vote in New York State until 1917. But the intricacies of suffrage were unknown to these two. Are we even registered in her area, district, what's it called? Warren, like a rabbit, because Plutarch learned about democracy from rabbits. It's all in the books. I'm a bit of a politics aficionado. I'll just fill out a ballot for you. That's two for Shandle. Ow! Stupid candle. You're getting wax all over the vote box. I'll just wipe it. Ow! Ow! You're just smearing wax across the... Ow! 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 Stop! Just stop it! Stop! Don't touch it! Stop touching it! Eugene, don't touch it! Civic duty done. With votes cast, they went through the tunnel and found Hawthorne. Inside the experimental molasses works, they marveled at the giant vats of molasses kept at high pressures, which bubbled and strained against their containers. Pipes ran all across the room venting steam and keeping the brown viscous liquid properly contained. So what's going on here? This factory is the nerve center from which Onesimus Sweets will send out its sugar to the world. Here they experiment in all sorts of confections. Fast amber, Bon bombs, edible bustles, a warehouse of sweets ready to be shipped nationwide at the close of the fair of past and future. The fair will hook them, these vats will reel them in, and it's all the work of Cato Beach. He's the mastermind. No, he's my best friend. Yes. How do you know this? Because he told me when he bought my services this past week. I have no loyalty but money. And with that, Hawthorne took out his gun. I told you when we met not to trust me. No, you didn't. I didn't? No. Well, I meant to. If men's and means were kidneys and beans, we'd all be a chillin'. Enough! That was a warning shot. The next will be between your brows. So just imagine I said it. That way my betrayal is all your fault. I wanted to solve the mystery, and I did, by having it all explained to me. And I got paid! Since the pie framing didn't pay off, I was tasked with dispatching you for an extra bonus payout, of course. Now, let me get these ropes. Here, tie yourself up. Fine, but why didn't you just kill us at the train station? Why bring us here? It's where I stored the rope. That tracks. And Hawthorne oversaw them tying themselves up, and he even checked the knots to make sure there was no funny business. Oh, oh, it's all coming together. Woo-hoo! Careful, this place looks unstable. No more unstable than me. Oh, I'm shooting a gun. It's fun. <laughs> now, to kill you. Wait, can I have a last request? Maybe. Can you just tell us how you did all of it? Since you're such a great detective. Um, Eugene, why? He's kind of my mentor. I think I can learn from him. He's going to kill us right after. There's always time to learn, Angus. And maybe I'll become an angel detective doing cloud and harp investigations. I could even bugger the Almighty. Dad. Shut up! 
but I will grant you your request. Talk about me? My favorite subject. <laughs> but first, to gag you both so you don't interrupt with your name comments. There. And there. Oh, enough. It's me time. I'll do some dramatic pacing and gesturing. Give you the full swath of my brilliance. I did, I did hope to restore my reputation. To be on top again. Since I was a young boy in Oklahoma, I knew my wits were my key. My parents, my parents loved my brother Biff. He was rugged, handsome, and he had to go. I, I engineered a situation with heifer pheromones that got him taken care of. <laughs> to be a great detective, you must be ruthless, smart, dangerous. Everything came easy, too easy. The world, the world was a, was a shrug, a dull shrug. The drugs. <laughs> <laughs> the drugs, the drinking, it's to dull my senses. Because sober, I see how pathetic and dumb all of you are. Everyone, I must drug myself to live in this world. And, and it feels good. Drugs are great! At this point, Hawthorne launched into a long tirade listing drugs and then reordering the list by power, effect, and deliciousness. This led him to recount several of his adventures. He became emotional, sang the Star-Spangled Banner, cried. Then, he recreated an Apache war dance including offensive dialects and terms. Finally, he reached toward the sky, exclaiming, Everything exists for me! I am so great. I am. What's that? Oh, the pressure gauge is spinning wildly. One of those fun gunshots must have set off a reaction. It's. No. No. The molasses, it's. With that. The molasses tanks ruptured and blew. Oh, sugar. A great molasses flood filled Rivington. It drowned the neighborhood in a viscous, sticky mess. The whole molasses works was destroyed as the liquid sugar oozed its syrupy destruction. Large chunks of liquid sugar had flash frozen into gem-like rocks. Diabetics were in shock. Seven whole blocks evacuated. It would take two full days before enough of the molasses had cooled and hardened before the police could start the cleanup. Sugar crystals clung to the side of buildings and in eaves like delicious icicles and frost. It was after midnight when Shandell made her way down to the scene. 
Officer, I'm Shane Delblum. I was told to come to the scene. Uh, yes, right this way. The governor is looking for you. Oh, this is Miss Sugar. Watch where you step. Don't want to get sticky feet. Right, yes. This all seems like more than a mere flood. It's believed some odd experiments in sugar were going on in the building. Oh, nothing odd about it. But experiments, yes. Ah, former almost Officer Doubles. There you are. Do you know Cato Beach? His company Onesimus Sweets owned the experimental molasses works. How'd you let this happen? This was no accident. I guarantee this was sabotage. Terrorism against a good American company. An act of terror, really? Oh, yes, indeed. We have proof. See these giant sugar rocks? You see, this is fast amber. It was a type of ultra-fast cooling molasses that turned into a solid rock sugar almost instantaneously. It was to revolutionize the lollipop industry. And much like natural amber, which is a resin that hardens, sometimes things get trapped inside. Look here at this large chunk. They moved to an area where a chunk of fast amber, about 10 feet across and 8 feet high, was cordoned off. Through the dark, brownish-yellow solid, one could barely make out three figures trapped inside. One person seemed to be pushing down the other two, as if trying to push them out of the way in a failed attempt to escape. I see maybe uh, people? It's hard to make out. Oh, well, let me illuminate it with one of these new electric lights sent over by my friend Thomas. Uh, Edison, that is. The light was aimed at the frozen molasses, and it revealed the frightened and terrified visage burned and twisted by the hot sugar of Hawthorne P. Westwood. <gasps> God in the himmel, is that? Mm-hmm. Hawthorne P. Westwood, the disgraced Chicago detective. He'd lost his mind to drugs and believed all sorts of conspiracy theories. I have a rambling letter from him threatening my company. He said he'd destroy us, and it looks like he died trying to do just that. And the other two? If you look up here... A false hand. And the inscription, if lost, return to Angus Troop. Oh, Angus! Uh, and you think that, that that's her and Eugene? Yes, that is their clothing and general shape. We've not been able to locate them anywhere else. Their office and home are empty. But Angus and Eugene? I believe they died trying to stop Hawthorne. They are heroes, truly, to the city. To myself, I shall dedicate the fair of past and future to them and give away extra cheeseburgers in their honor. No one will go hungry at my fair in honor of all their hard work and their sacrifice. Can't, can't we just break them out? They're dead, Doubles. The molasses was molten hot and then flash solidified. It would have gone into their lungs in a, a sweet, horrible death. At the center of the Rotary of Tomorrow, I will put this giant molasses hunk and illuminate it so that everyone at the fair may see what true heroism looks like. And every time I pass, I can remember how hard they tried to stop me from losing my company and my good name. Now, I must get to the Ramos of Progress. It's the middle of the night. Huh, all work and no play. I have a candy bar, both of you, that my workmen will pick up the sugar rock in the morning. Ad Victus Belia. Ad Victus Belia, indeed. <clears throat> Ta-ta. Oh, bully. There are whole almonds in this candied bar. Oh, Eugene. Angus, I'm sorry. Yes, they were heroes. 
tragic loss for the city. Is that why you pulled me down here? Because of them? What? No, no. This crim tableau frozen in sugary time is just an outside attraction. I'm here about this. Officer! 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 Uh, uh, hmm? What? I snapped my fingers. Uh, uh-huh, okay. That was the signal. Wait, there's uh, a signal? You bring the thing over when I snap my fingers. The thing over? What's, what's the thing over? The, I, <clears throat> I don't want to ruin the surprise. Sorry, Shane Dale, I had a whole, you know, I like a little bit of razzle-dazzle. You're a true showman, Governor, I remember. Right, but this boob forgot our choreography. Oh, wait. You were talking to Jackworth. I'm Jimworth. Jackworth is my twin brother. He also is working the scene. Twins! Once again, womb-based farce has interrupted my well-laid presentations! I'm back! Hey, Jaguar! I missed you! I missed you, too. Hug? Always! Oh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Gentlemen! Oh, the signal. And here you go. This is why I called you. What was this hoopla for a box? Well, the build-up wasn't supposed to be so, it's... Um, Go on. Well, the recent election was held at the building that used to be over there, but in the mess of molasses and sugar, all the ballot boxes were slimed and destroyed. Oh, well, that's a tragedy. Except for this box, which was sealed with wax and the ballots inside survived. Oh, well, mazel for that. It was only two ballots for you. You won 100% of the vote. Congratulations, State Assemblyman-elect Dobbles. I won? Yes, and since this mess happened in your district, start cleaning. Welcome to politics, Dobbles. The Land Whale Murders is a Roy Gold production. It was written by Jonathan A. Goldberg with music by Matt Roy Berger. It was directed by James Oliva and mixed by Martin D. Fowler. Editing help by Hannah Fairchild. Did you know only 3% of listeners hear these outros? You are special and loved. Send an email to landwhalemurders at gmail.com and we'll send you a sticker. Just write sticker me nerd and your address. What have you got to lose? Anywho, stay fudgy and always brownie toward cocoa. Charismatic megafauna doesn't do it for me. No. No, but the, the charismatic megaflora. <laughs> if you can find me a big flower, I'd tell you what. Ooh. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs>